Welcome to the Wealthy Money Property Podcast, your ultimate resource to unlocking your inner property guru and building a property investment portfolio. Now, introducing your host for the show. Hello, Property Magicians. Welcome to episode 88 of the Property Magicians podcast. If you've just joined us, my name is Vangile Makwakwa. I'm your host for the show. I help women of color heal ancestral money trauma so they can fall in love with their bank accounts, increase income, and live their best lives. And you can find me on Instagram, Twitter, and LinkedIn under Vangile Makokwa and Wealthy Money and under Wealthy Money on Facebook. With me is my incredible co-host. Hi there, Vangile, and hi, property magicians. We are so happy to have you this morning again. I am Dr. Miranda, a prop doc mom. I am a property mentor for beginners, and I'm the co-host of this podcast, Property Magicians. So for beginner uh, property investors, I take you from anxiety to fear to everything that stops you from getting into your property investment journey to your buying your first property or two or three maybe. So hit me up if you are looking for a property mentor and you haven't started or you've started, but you don't know how to scale. Mm. So today's show is another different one. We loved, loved, loved having our two guests. We had Ati and Balisa, who I have used as a service um, for home staging and because of a project that I, I, I am doing and wanting to sell a house incredible individuals, totally committed to their craft and just different personalities, but you can see where they are. Mm -hmm. They are, their chemistry works. It it really, really works. Yeah. Yeah. It's so easy to see that, especially when you're watching them on Zoom, how close they are and how and why they work well together. It's beautiful. So Guys, our guests are professional homestagers, as Amiza said, and it's all about homestaging, which is still a relatively new industry in South Africa, but it's pretty well established in um, other right. countries like the USA. I don't know how well established it is in um, other yeah, countries. I-, I can speak from what I've seen mm-hmm. in the US, right? And Basically, you hire a home stager as a seller of a property or as a real estate agent or even as an investor so that they can help you rent out the property or sell the property, Mm. right? So they come in and they organize things and they stage the property. And as they said to us, this was such a great learning experience. They were like, it is not interior design, right? And it's definitely not architect, which are all these professions that we've had. Home staging is a completely different art form because it is about selling the property. Whereas I guess interior design is about making the property look beautiful, making people feel comfortable in the property. This is a completely different, um, I don't know, skill. Science. It is a different science. We did. We we did. And we learned a lot. And just the small little things that you can do to make your house sellable quickly and just to declutter it a little bit so that people can see the potential space. And 
and actually taking your personality out of the house for heaven's sake because you're trying to sell it so guys you are in for such a treat we we, we loved having them together yeah guys you're going to enjoy this have a blast we look forward to hearing your insights as usual yeah. on the comments on Podbean and in the reviews on iTunes. So without further ado, we give you guys Ati Nengosi and Palisa Lihapa. Hi, Ati. <laughs> Hi, Palisa. Welcome to the show. Hi. Thank you so much for having us. Thank you for having us. Welcome to our lounge, even though the whole podcast happened before. <laughs> yeah, guys, like, I, like, I've already figured out my life, hey? Like, wow, wow. <laughs> so, ladies, it's so, so good to have you. I'm so happy oh, to see you, you all made up in lipsticks like that. The last time I saw you, you were in tracksuit pants. <laughs> Yeah, you know, we have to switch it up. Yeah. <laughs> Time and place for everything. We were, we were in our workspace, so. This <laughs> I have so much about you guys and the incredible work that you do with her. Uh, now time to share it with our guests. Tell us, who are you? Tell us about your backgrounds. What do you do? Mm -hmm. All right. Each, um, each one must both. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. So um, we are professional home stages and organizers. We actually met um, about 14 years ago. Um, we were st I was studying IT at the time and she was <laughs> doing business. Yeah. <laughs> I was studying business. And yeah, that's where we this whole thing actually came from. But we found out recently um, that we both into the same thing. So we both doing what we actually didn't really study. Um, right at the moment, um, she is. Okay, she is the CEO of Ateneng Kosi and okay. um, Managing Director of Ateneng Kosi Home. Um, oh. And we are located in Edenvale. Okay, so Good. CEO of Ateneng Kosi. yeah. Okay, and you are the MD of Ateneng Kosi. Yeah. So Vanessa the is the MD division. and Ati is the CEO of Ateneng Kosi. Yeah, but she's the Managing Director of Ateneng Kosi Home. 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 Ah, there are other businesses in Aten and Gozi. Yes. Yeah. Which are? Fashion. <laughs> what? I also fashion <laughs> designer. I make clothes. Staging? Pardon? You've got a fashion, is it a fashion design business? Yes. Oh, oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay, for those who are not looking and are listening to this podcast, I see the makeup as well. Do you style from fashion to makeup? This is a property show, guys, but um, it's good. It's good. You know? No, not not makeup. I'm not on the makeup industry, just the fashion. Maybe, okay. maybe we should. Yeah. No, I'm not but good at makeup. Me. Tell us a little bit what you do in the fashion and then in the home. What 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 do you do in the fashion one? Mm -hmm. Okay. In the fashion, we style and we do personal shopping. I see. So personal Did shopping. You say personal shopping, my eyes are all perked up and my ears are all perked up now. <laughs> <laughs> so personal shopping is basically we shop for clients. We shop fashion for clients. We mm. shop. So if if maybe you want to have an image, you're trying to discover your image, and um, that's where you come to us. 
and we shop the clothes for you, the corporate clothes that you need for maybe even a party, depends where you're going. So we do bridles as well. So we also mm. make the clothes from scratch. Mm. Yeah. Wow. So that's what the Hello. fashion site does. We are talking after this podcast even more <laughs> like you just said, oh my God. Wow. Like you, you guys know this is an important, important service. I know. <laughs> I hire people for this. <laughs> so like, you hire people. Like, Yes, I do. I do not have to do a thing in life. I do this. <laughs> like I literally hire people to make my uh, do my clothes, like make clothes for me, to shop for me, all this. So you just yes, I am fully engaged. You are talking to a potential client here. <laughs> oh, that <laughs> is so awesome! <laughs> that is great. <laughs> Property magicians. I apologize upfront for all the women on this call. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, guys, I'm sorry, a property has to just take like a small back seat here. This is this is incredible. Yeah. Like I love the service. <laughs> so that's tell what, me about, that's what we do. So okay. at at Arten and Gosi Home, then what do you do, Balisa? What do you mean a home stager? For someone who's listening, what do they think that is? Okay, so basically with um, home staging, this is a this is a service that's going to help, especially um, in in the market where it's a bit slow to sell a home. It comes in handy because we we basically what we do to a house, we depersonalize it and make it. I don't know how to explain it, but basically, um, when the client walk, like walks into that space, we they need to feel like they, they can just come in with their bags. So they, they mustn't feel like the space still belongs to someone. Mm, so okay. you, you literally have to remove everything that, that makes the, the space personal. And okay. it helps them envision what it can look like, like its potential. Oh. I mean, yeah, so that's how home staging works. It also has benefits like... Um, okay, with, with home staging, yeah, please. <laughs> With home staging, um, you basically depersonalizing the space, right? Okay. You base and you have to keep in mind that when the space might be wanted, for example, by a Muslim person, so yeah. you have to make sure that um, things like eyes, they, you don't have pictures with eyes, you don't have um, animals, yeah. you know. So you no. you basically decorate with nature. You know, mm -hmm. so those are things that people don't normally, when you're selling, you don't consider. You don't mm -hmm. consider that um, a dog can be a problem, for example. And for it someone. is, because, mm. yes, just an example. Because then, um, you know, when people come in, um, they just come in and like, when they see a dog, then they feel like your entire house kind of smells like a dog. Mm. So when you, when you, when you home stage, you home stage the dog out as well. Keep it somewhere so that... Uh, the people can be able to see the space and be able to see themselves in the space and not see the previous owner. So that's okay. what home staging does. So My goodness. You, as a home stager, you are hired by the seller to sell, to help them sell their home, right? Yes. Mm -hmm. Ooh, so do you guys work with real estate agents? So who hires you? Is it real estate agents or private sellers? Who would you who would um, look for your services? It's actually both. 
So sometimes because people don't want to use um, a real estate agent, so they do come as individuals. Um, so we'd help, yeah, we help individuals and we help real estate. So mm. it just depends what, yeah, okay. but it's both. It is both. So what I'm hearing from you guys is, so you're not interior designers. Mm -hmm. You are not interior engineers. A homesteader is a totally different person. What's the difference? Totally totally different. You see, an interior, to call yourself an interior designer, you actually need a qualification. You actually, or you need someone in your team for you to have a, an, an interior design company. You need someone in your team that went to school for it. Yeah. That yes. So so it's not just something that you can just um, become. You know, you yeah. need a qualification. And then for an um, a, home a decor, an interior mm-hmm. decor, an mm-hmm. interior decorator is a person that styles the home in like according to what you like. So they try and find out your style and then mm-hmm. they style it accordingly to, mm-hmm. to suit mm-hmm. your needs. And then a staging company, it mm-hmm. depersonalizes. Okay. So it destyles your style, basically. We remove your style and we we keep the house um, light for marketing. So we uh-huh. we, we close no, actually with, with the style with the stylist of a homes of a home. Yeah. Living spaces. Um, I also just want to add that under the home division, we also do um, organizing and decluttering. So if you're not yeah. um, if you're not looking to stage um, your space, we can also come in just to help you. You know, keep the place organized, make it neat, rearrange some stuff, and yeah. So you can do it also on a just you know a room like a room, for example. If you want to declutter your or organize your garage, we also offer that service. Basically, pack your wardrobe properly. Yeah. Already, like, can I please just go stress my family members and hire you to go declutter? You know, yes, like pack your wardrobe properly. Go down this I'm gonna start family feud because you know, like, oh my gosh, guys, like, I have family members where bedrooms are not used because they are now storage on the garage. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But the thing is, we can't throw away things, you know? It's That's like the thing. From 1970 will still come in handy one day. Ooh, but it's, it's, it's better God. to pack them yeah. up nicely. We actually pack them nicely and box mm. them for you so that if you want, because mm. you, need, you need to have, in your house, you should actually have things that bring you joy. Mm. You should have things that you need. Mm. Yeah. It, it, if it's you there, it's either animals. it's bringing joy. Yes. Yeah. It's it's, it must be for joy yeah. or it must be because it's a need. Mm. Okay. So if it doesn't do any of those, it's just something that you, you're keeping. Just, you can still yeah. keep it somewhere else yeah. where neatly, <laughs> where you can then be able to enjoy your home. <laughs> yeah, there's also, I mean, we also work through a process of um, keep, discard and donate or sell okay. so we can yeah. if, if there's yeah. some stuff there that you like to donate you know things that you would have accumulated in your lifetime staying there we can help yeah. even just you know store it in such a way that when you are ready now when you've reached your maximum of whatever it is that you want to sell we can keep it for you we can organize it for you already so when you you can do like a garage sale with your things already organized and ready to go 
Sure. Guys, I just never knew such a service existed. Yay! <laughs> I tell you. So tell me. Like I've known about home staging uh, yeah. since when I lived in Boston and I was in real estate there. And I know about organizing and decluttering, but I didn't know it was available in South Africa. This, you guys because are doing the Lord's work with the organizing and decluttering. <laughs> the Lord's work. This is and God's work right here. You know, it is. Uh, it is. We have from the seventies newspapers, things like that. Just and that is overwhelming when someone has to do it themselves. So being able yeah. to yeah. is so powerful. Yeah. No, and okay, this is also what makes it hard for us to sell places, right? Because mm. what you guys are talking about is that someone walks in and they can't see themselves in the house, which makes it harder for for someone to sell a house. I'm just yeah. very interested. How did you guys get into this? What led you in uh, to do? Such a good question, Van. I've, yeah. You know, we actually started last year during um, the first COVID lockdown. Okay. The first mm-hmm. lockdown. Yes, the first COVID. Sorry, sorry. the first lockdown. <laughs> so what happened? It was actually through an interior design. So we have there's um, there's a lot of people that we work with. So yeah. we also our first project was interior designing. Mm-hmm. Um, so we designed this place for a client and um afterwards they wanted like they wanted to declutter their the the entire house so at first it was just doing the office we were there to do the office but you know when you speak to someone and um you tell them that you know what why don't you try this like through that advice that's when it's like okay can you help can you then be the one to do it can i trust you to do it and that's how it actually started so it started it actually came in um through interior design through an interior design project and then Mm -hmm. we kept getting um more people interested in especially Mm -hmm. the organizing that okay can you just um help me with the wardrobe do you guys do wardrobe so you're gonna pack my things Mm -hmm. neatly for me like yes you actually do your wardrobe we do yeah so it's and both of you just love styled homes. Is it? Is it? Is it that? Is that how it started? I mean, yeah, it's a, it's a shared love. Um, with, with me as well. Before we actually joined forces, this is something that I would do for like relatives and stuff. Not even giving it a name. It wasn't home staging or anything, or home decor or anything. It was just. Right. It was just. It started as a hobby. I was doing it for relatives at home. Whenever we'd move, I'd do it. Um, my aunt is also my aunt is a gynae, so I also do her office and her colleagues' offices right. as well. So right. it's just a shared love that we actually find that we both have. Yeah, yeah. and then like, why That's, don't you just let's just do it together? Yeah. Right. We 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 started the podcast because of the shared love of property. So I understand. <laughs> <laughs> it's the one thing that we agree on and, and giving people proper information. So would you say home staging changes the value of a house? Oh, definitely. <laughs> home staging, home staging changes the it can change the value of the house. Um basically if so if you're struggling to sell a house, the house that's on the market, and you decide, let's say after three months, that you're gonna you're gonna drop the price. You're already losing out on so much. So, for example, let's say your house is 
like three million. And mm -hmm. um, if you're gonna drop it down by ten percent, that's a huge, huge loss. That's about few hundred. Yeah, that's three hundred thousand mm -hmm. rand. So mm -hmm. with um, imagine with with a home staging service, you'd be able to sell that house much quicker and at a at an even higher price than the asking price. Yeah, you know, yeah. you know, people they mm -hmm. they tend to overlook some things because of the beauty of the place. Mm. So now that you know there's a crack there, but now they don't really see the crack because of this nice picture that's the on the wall. There's, there's so much distraction. The place is so inviting mm -hmm. that yeah. that you it, you don't pay mm. too much attention on the little stuff that mm. oh I need to repaint this wall. You yeah. kind of don't see that you need, you know. Mm. So it kind of it it's, helps. Yeah, we basically play up the the little nitty gritties and actually make them a positive thing. Okay. Oh. So tell me, does does um does the market understand your business? Um, do you find that typically people know what you do? Um, or do you find it a challenge that we say we want one thing, we invite you, and then we find out that oops maybe that's not what i looked for it's actually not that big yet in south africa mm -hmm. so south africa is not that understanding they're mm -hmm. still confusing it even with um interior design. with interior design and interior decor and actually interior interior styling mm -hmm. because yeah. there's actually a difference between interior styling and staging yeah so mm -hmm. it's still very very confusing um they haven't caught up yet. They haven't caught up yet. Um, most people, they think it's even a hobby. So they think yeah. it's it's something that anyone can do. You know, no they way. think they can just pick it up and do it. I understand that. <laughs> so home staging is huge in the US. Yeah. When, I was, yeah. when I co-owned a Remax franchise out there, one of the things that we would, every real estate agent would have a partnered home stager. Yeah. It yeah. yeah. It was someone that was in your network because mm. it was just considered that like someone mm. would come stage the home. And this was already mm. in 20 in 2010, right? People would come, someone, your home stager would stage the home, and then you'd have a virtual um a videographer who comes, does a virtual tour, they post up videos online, and then it entices people to come through and check the mm. place. And some of the things they would do that they would teach us as a franchise, mm. uh, as franchisees, I guess that's what they would call us, is that like you should um, get your real estate agents to even be the mm. sellers to get a, to bake chocolate chip cookies mm. <laughs> or chocolate cake because yeah. that like scent is one of the mm. things that it plays on the mind. So. Mm. You have cookies out there when people are coming to view the home and that mm. starts, it makes it feel like a home and instantly yeah. come by the place mm -hmm. and it actually starts oh, from from when you mm -hmm. and it starts staging starts from the you know from the gates from mm -hmm. the gates mm -hmm. to to the lawn being being you know yeah. landscaping everything. landscaping everything you everything yeah. Okay. All right. So, so guys, I want to tell you that we we know Archie and 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 Balisa because they helped me on a project, and I want them to share honestly what would be what would you say your biggest challenge was with the project that I asked you to do, and what are the other challenges that you find with 
with, with clients and you know you can go general you can you can specifically yeah. mention my project that i mm-hmm. i asked you to do on um okay so you know there's there's different types of staging um you yeah. can stage a, a space where people are actually still living in in that house and you right. can stage a completely empty house yeah and with with both of those there's different ways to do it as well um we're going to touch on virtual virtual staging because last time we actually did bring it up, but we'll talk more about it. But mm-hmm. our biggest challenge while we're doing this project was mm-hmm. um, because because you're living in that house, it's mm-hmm. a house that um, that you're living mm-hmm. in. Mm-hmm. You have all these personal things, all these things that you cherish and that you don't want to get rid of. So yeah. it is a bit of a challenge to ask someone to you know take down pictures of their child, take down this favorite thing that you know that you don't want to get rid of and put away. <laughs> so yeah, so I think even with the with the project that um we we got from you, mm-hmm. the challenge was really um was really the depersonalizing, mm-hmm. and because that. because the space that you had given us, the, there were still people living in the space, yeah. so it's difficult because now you want the wardrobes to be empty. Mm-hmm. For example, mm-hmm. not not but look empty. You don't want yeah. you don't want the wardrobes to look f- too full mm-hmm. because then it looks like you have a space problem. Yeah. So ah. it, it it it's it's a problem when you have clients yeah. that are yeah. staying there and yeah. you want now to kind of remove all their stuff and yeah. and color coordinate the wardrobe, you know, because yeah. the people they, they still needed the stuff. So that was the yeah. that was the one challenge. It was the decluttering. Yeah. Absolutely, absolutely. So I, I really appreciate it. And then I found out that there is a crazy thing of packing up books. Balisa was sitting there when I went packing up books, <laughs> color coding them into black to black, blue to blue, white to I just I mean <laughs> I'm an area and people, I'm an impulse person. So when I put in a book, it's like okay, the leadership books must be this side. So as far as I'm concerned, they are nicely packed because, because logically it is my leadership books, my medical books or whatever. So you come in with your color coding. Now that I see it. But they go like this, <laughs> ne? they're not that neat. They are like when you look, that's, but Yeah, when you look, when you, hmm. when you look. First glance. Yeah, yeah, it's not as much as it makes sense. But to someone else, because remember now, it's not in your bedroom. It's in a mm. it's in a space that everyone shares. Like it's it, it would be in a space where that's it's shared, you know, a shared space. Mm. So it's and you have you get a lot of people there, your mm. visitors. Mm. It needs to um, look neat. It doesn't. It's not eye. It's not pleasing to the eye because it's like, mm. and it's green here, blue here. Mm. So it just looks. So when you when you color coordinate, when you color yeah. coordinate, it's it helps. It mm. makes it so neat. Mm. It makes it look more clean. Mm. It makes it look more organized and airy. And airy. <laughs> no, I completely understand this. So I had like I I absolutely understood colors. Miso knows like I when I had to go to Morocco, so I couldn't get a actually get a house because I was going there for like a month. So I was like, okay, I'm going there for a month to stay with uh-huh. a friend. So it doesn't make sense. And we're going to be in one location and it's winter, etc. So then um, looking for a place, all that kept coming up. I don't know their obsession with 
like disco colors, man. <laughs> There's no other way to explain it. The walls are disco colored. You go on Airbnb, the walls are like blue, red, red. Like every just patterns. Ooh. I was like, but why? And from <clears throat> then on, I started, I really realized I was like, this is a problem because literally you're on Airbnb, you're looking at walls, you're looking at floors. Mm, from the pictures, your mind is already going crazy. You're exactly. Like, it's not relaxing you're your mind. in an acid trip just watching on Airbnb. What more when you live there? So Imagine. when you guys are talking mm. about that, I'm like, oh, that makes mm. a lot of sense because I remember being so stressed looking mm. at Airbnbs there. And I yeah. love looking at Airbnbs and looking at houses. But that was the most stressed I've ever been. Mm. <laughs> but here's... But here's my thing, then, girls. I have okay. lived in Arabia for four years, right? Mm-hmm. And what what Ben is talking about, what Ben is referring to. I mean, oh, Mizo, we lost you. We, yeah. You did? Oh, you back. <laughs> you back. It was just two seconds. <laughs> oh, okay. So I was saying I lived in an Arabic country. And mm-hmm. um, in, in, in most of the Arab countries, I mean, patterns and and, and lots yes. of mosaic is a mm. huge mm. deco thing. And even their architecture is full of shapes mm. and trinkets mm. like that. It mm. is busy for someone who's not used to busy and who, who likes clean lines. So it is it is such a problem to walk into a space and all you see after the reds and the black and, and the patterns, and then there's lots of gold and very yellow. Mm. On top of that. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Imagine. So, yeah. So yes, I, that, I, 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 all, I, I mean, I'm thinking about what you guys do. Like, what would you even do walking into a house that's full of patterns like that? Do you work with the person? Because they, they, they possibly are just used to things like that. Do you clean it up? What do what do you do? How how do you even navigate? You clean. That? You definitely try and clean it up because you you actually, and this is the thing when you're dealing with people, you have to really try and make them understand that it's not really about you anymore. Mm-hmm. Remember when you now when you're now getting into a space of saying you want other people to come in, it's no longer about you. So it it means it needs to be more calming to a person mm. you know mm. so yeah. you really you you really try and, t- and talk to them and mm. try and convince them to depersonalize because that is actually called personal as personalized space because mm. the space that is not personalized is actually minimal more clear mm. more you know mm. neutral more neutral because then what you come in is what's makes the space yeah it what it, it's what gives the space the color you know the life you are the life of the space mm-hmm. basically so the space needs to be calm it needs to be relaxing it needs mm-hmm. to be light colors we we mm-hmm. always advise people to go with light colors go light as light as possible so mm-hmm. that you can so that the person coming in they are the ones to say oh i need a bit of red i need mm-hmm. a bit of this because then you can imagine what it is that is needed for that space mm-hmm. but if it's too much it clutters your mind you cannot even think you mm-hmm. you're just constantly going to be stressed and you're not even so realizing that part of the stress is coming from the room yeah. I always wondered what is the deal with painting 
houses purple, red. What is going on? Like, basically, <laughs> colors, when you guys are talking about colors, it is a make or break for me. I will not rent a space or even buy a house based mm-hmm. on the colors. The so colors. exactly about the light colors, like I feel like gray and white, those mm. are just keep it simple. And if you notice on Airbnb, a lot of the houses where like a lot of the apartment spaces that are very much not as color coded and cluttered, they rent for a lot higher because mm. yeah. as you said, like that's what a lot of people want. Like white bedding mm. white walls like yeah all that i know a lot of people are like oh you need color but no go on airbnb and see the places that are renting at a higher price you'll notice mm. that that's the reason why hotels are also the way that yes. they are yeah so like people and people are willing to pay lots for hotels that are like that mm. right mm. but no <laughs> we want to just add the extra thing As, especially for an airbnb especially for Airbnb, it needs to be very, because remember, you might be renting for a month. So in that month, that space is yours. So you mm. must be able to come and personalize it. You must you must be able to see yourself in the space. Mm. So if now the space is too, like it's already personalized, you're going to struggle to find your, mm. to find, you, you know, to, you. Yeah. yeah. You won't be mm. able to center yourself in the space. Ooh, I like that. We've spoken a lot about residential um, staging. Does this apply for corporates? Um, Do do corporates require a service like that? What typically would be a corporate that would hire your service? So uh, I'll just just basically just state that difference. I think it's the same thing um, with the corporate. We actually have, um, have not worked with like a big we've worked with individual people like like i mentioned okay. um, my like my aunt and her doctor friends as well mm-hmm. but um a big corporate company i think the only difference would just be literally a spacing a spacing thing okay. um everything like the processes the whole how we do home staging in a house would be the same as how we would do it in a in a corporate mm-hmm. space but just in considering now that um what would how okay what do you want the space to be you know say because you you need to keep in mind that okay next door what's next what's next door you know um what's on the other side so if is this going to be a restaurant Mm -hmm. so are you trying to get to make it into a restaurant are you trying to so um the functionality the functionality so Mm -hmm. staging helps with trying to get the people when it comes to corporate to get the right clients for the space, you know? So if, for example, you want a salon, you stage Mm -hmm. it to a salon because of the space, instead of just leaving it empty and then um, just saying, okay, here's the space, um, this is the space, and and you're looking for people, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So, yes, so it's, it's mostly used because you are... Staging for corporate is mostly used because that specific space, you need that specific, you need... A specific um company a specific okay. company or business for that to space maybe, yeah because maybe next door you have a you have a, a restaurant and this side you have a salon and then you're like mm-hmm. okay maybe here let, i need a designer in the space you know yeah so yeah. it's only when you're trying to really go down and yeah to specify what the function is that you want 
for that space. Mm-hmm. Mostly, I that's see. when you use um, that, that's when ah, you use a stager because you try to. So interesting. Yeah. That is so interesting. But that would mean then you have to move in furniture. Where would you find this furniture to move in? So you guys go and there shop There are actually it? companies that um, rent out Stage. that rent out for stages only. What? And how long would that be? So it's staged until it is rented out or do you stage it to take pictures? How do you... That depends on the client. Yeah, if yeah. you if you just want to just do it for the internet just to list, um, it would be it would work out less for you because you just take, you just need the pictures and then you can get rid of the the furniture afterwards. Um, because then you've had you you have you've got everything online. Absolutely. But um, if you're gonna want it's if you're gonna want it to stay there, it's gonna depend on how long it's gonna take you to get to yeah. get a client now to to buy. Um, okay. So it can be a week thing, it can be a month thing. Oh, okay. oh, on the day of the show house or something like that. Yeah, so it it, it, it depends on, on the client. Mm. So um, say, for example, you as the client, if you want that the space, you want people to see the, the furniture and everything, then you keep mm. it for longer, but it's gonna, the longer you keep it, the more it costs. Mm. Of course. But if, if you can also just hire for a few hours, for example, mm. just just so that um, the space is nice and proper, mm. you get your pictures, you, you get your videos, and then you take the space, the stuff back. Mm. Because remember also, the stuff has to be, you know, Mm. There's a lot that goes into into um, hiring into hiring because you also need to make sure that you don't break anything, otherwise mm. you break the pay. Mm. You know, there's yeah. so many things that have yeah. I mean, also another another nice way to do it is if you, I mean, if you've got you can book up your clients on a specific weekend and then for the viewing, then you know that you can just get the furnishings for that weekend. And they, now you've got a lot of potential clients looking at just one sort of staging. It doesn't have to be, it doesn't have to stay there for a long, for long term. Okay. Mm. Okay. My goodness. You live and learn, hey? <laughs> so, I mean, like, I feel like as a real estate agent, you yeah. guys are just a blessing. A gem. You know? <laughs> because you can Thank go you. Thank you. How often have we gone online and seen houses and like, Things are all over the place. You know, the house isn't even, it's mm-hmm. on Property24 or some other platform. And it's not even being, it's not really being marketed. It's like someone came yeah. in, took pictures and left. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. It doesn't appeal. It doesn't. Those are the homes you wanting to live there because you'll see children's clothes all over yeah. the place. The oh, my God. Yeah. But when you start <laughs> up, you're <what> you <laughs> remote. <laughs> Do you know how that makes the client feel when they come in and they see um, a kid's ball and they see your dog running around and they see your remote? It feels like they're invading your yes. space. Yes. So they just cannot wait to get out because they feel like, oh, maybe they were watching TV. Mm. Oh, maybe I came mm. at the wrong time, you know? So they're not as comfortable 
as they would be if the space was literally decluttered like no one is staying there even if you are staying there mm. like they they then are able to walk around and mm. think oh maybe i can put yeah. oh i want this there oh i like that you know they're not yeah. able to do things like that because now it's like oh, In okay mm. maybe the child wants to eat now let me just go let me you know you make them yeah. very uncomfortable yeah but yeah, that, and that's what that's what really real estate is they don't mm. um think about when they're trying yeah. to um, sell a place they don't they don't sometimes think that deep you know that okay mm. that ball is actually really going to bother a client because it's like um there's a child who's busy playing around you know in my grass because now it's mine if i'm if i'm there looking at it mm. I, I need to think of it as mine okay yeah. all right wow I'm starting to understand the appeal of new developments. Me too. Why people love going to new developments and looking at them. Because what you've just described, right? It's like, mm. I can see myself moving into the space. And why people will take a long time. They'll go back several times to look at a space. But if you are selling a house where people are obviously living, there's discomfort, you know, you yeah. want to have friends over, etc. But like when people are making such a huge decision, you want to be able to go back, you want to ask questions, all these things. So sometimes this makes a big, big difference. Because if you think about it, buying a house is a very huge purchase. It's like it it's is. one of the biggest purchases that we'll ever make. So yeah. people want to take time. And yet, when you do come into a house and you do feel like you're bothering people, it's like mm. you walk through this house mm. fast and then you're expected to make a decision. Whereas, think about how we buy shoes. We'll go, we'll call our friends, we're taking videos. You know, try them on, <laughs> try them on walk around, <laughs> talk to the salespeople. <laughs> I don't know if I have the outfit that will go with this shoe, man. It's you want to walk around, and feel yourself, you know? We're expected to walk through a house in 15 yeah. minutes and then make a buying decision, yeah. you know? So I love where you guys are going. Honestly, I feel like I take long when I'm buying shoes or buying an outfit. Like I'll even call my sister and be like, I'm switching on the video. You need to see me in these, in the <laughs> give me your feedback. Yeah. But with houses were expected to just walk through and it's so uncomfortable. You can't take videos and mm. show mm. other people because other people are living there. And yet a house is like a thousand, five thousand times more expensive than the shoes that are than the shoes. Yeah. <laughs> That is that is incredible. So, guys, having said what you said about home staging in, 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 in South Africa particularly, do you know if there's a formal qualification for your trade? Um, is it something that is governed or regulated by anybody or it's, yeah, is it that uh, kind of thing? With, with home staging, um, a formal qualification is not something that is mandatory, but not yeah. anybody, not just anyone can do it. You need to have, you need to have the skills and the knowledge to be able to, to, you know, um, home stage a house. You need to look yeah. at things like functionality. You need to look at, um, the target market of you know what the the seller is looking for, yeah, yeah, like yeah. who who he's looking to sell his house to, and yeah. and it it actually helps when you have a like um interior interior decor, you know, 
when you take a course of interior decor it does help you just a little yes Mm. so you do kind of need just for you it's not mandatory but it Mm. it's it's an it, it, it helps. Nice. It does. It, it's always it nice helps. to know more than you just know. I hear mm. you. I hear you. So um, share with us one of your biggest staging nightmares that you've ever been to and one of your biggest wins as well. One on each side, the extreme big win, the extreme challenge, big challenge. The there are always horror stories. Uh, I'll start with the extreme big win. I can share with you my medical ones, but you don't want to hear that. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Our extreme big win was (laughs) we we had a client once and we homestaged her house beautifully. She wanted to send it, obviously, that's why we staged it in the first place. But it was so beautifully done that she did not want to move anymore. She actually moved it off the market. She's not you told me house. about she this. Post- <laughs> you didn't believe me. She postponed the selling. She's like, okay, maybe she'll just maybe give it another year. Just, you know, <laughs> she literally postponed it. She loved it I, I so loved much. <laughs> wow. So that was a really nice when There was such nice feedback. It was nice to hear such. They yeah. told me and about this when they came to do my project. It was so Funny. Oh my yeah. gosh, that is so awesome. That is yeah. such a big win. That is such a they that just wanted amazing. to live in it a little bit, ne? to settle yeah. in it a little bit before like it's enjoyed by it. the Maybe next I'll person. Change my mind. I can see that totally after my project. I, I can see totally what they mean. Oh, yeah. And then the biggest like actually <laughs> more than anything, what I generally like is the idea of being able to rent the furniture. Because I'm thinking if you've got a multi-let as yeah. an investor this can instead of yeah. like showing Very empty well. apartments you can like furnish the multi-let and just yeah. rent out the furniture for a month or so as you show people the building or yeah. the or the various units so yeah. so powerful really really love this yeah um, so I want to about your fees ladies is there yeah. a is there a market regulation of fees or how do you guys charge clients? Do you charge per project, by the size? How are you uh, charging people? Or even okay. in the area, the neighborhood? So what would start um, off, you want to do or should I explain? So what we start off by doing is um, a first consultation so this is where we would maybe spend like about an hour with you yeah. and walk through your house, just like a walk and talk consultation, give you a few ideas of, you know, what, what can be done. And then from there, and we also take pictures so that we can also go back to the drawing board and, you know, just play around with a few of the, of the ideas. Then um, it also, de- it depends on your, on the space. It, it's a, it's an individual thing. It yeah. depends on the space and then we'll give you a code based on everything like that. Okay. okay. So, yeah, there's a lot of things that mm-hmm. um, that go into pricing. Is the space um, furnished? Is it not furnished? Do we need to bring in the furniture? Those are the things that you actually have to think about. Also, from our offices in Edenvale, right? And mm-hmm. um, so we also take into consideration where your your um, where the place is needs to be staged you know so then that is calculated by the rate the, by the sales rate i think it's six rand six rand per kilometer 
Mm. Yeah, I think it's six mm. rand a kilometer. Eh? Yes, so you that's also so there's a number of things, not every it's not a standard, there's not a standard mm. rate. It depends on the house. Remember, some houses they empty, some they there are people living there. So you're using the furniture that is already there. So um with pricing, it it literally differs from you cannot, there's nothing standard. Mm. There's and there's yeah. And there's no, there's no place that you cannot stage for, you know. Yeah. There's no, yeah. Mm, there's okay. no place that you cannot stage for, like because it, um, there can be a ba- it can be a bachelor to, to a huge um, a palace, a palace yeah. for which now, for example, when you're doing a palace, this is when we would be like, we tell you that don't use um, the actual furniture. Let's do it virtually because. Mm. It's going to be costly. It's going to be very costly because, for example, the the space that you that the space that you are you are staging, the furniture must speak to it. So the the furniture needs to, you know, you cannot have a a great house and then come in with Mm. cheap furniture. You know, the furniture has to be also be proper. (laughs) It has to be proper furniture that speaks to the space. That's going to yeah. make the client say, mm. yes, you are paying 3 million rand for the house because, you know. Absolutely. Mm. Absolutely. So then there's the virtual staging. That, that's where the virtual staging really comes in. Mm. It's when you're staging for a huge, for a huge space. Because well, you c- let's talk about that. I am, I am an agent um, trying to sell an empty home that um, these two ladies saw and I took them to the project. It's a gorgeous house, four or five bedroom house that's standing empty. And it's difficult to sell it. For some reason, people come into the space and they're like, ah, mm, bedroom too small. Ah, mm, the lounge, I can't see where my TV is going to be sitting. So you spoke to me about virtual, virtual staging. Just share with our listeners what your ideas are about this huge, huge villa that I'm trying to sell off. Okay, so so um, you know, mm-hmm. okay, virtual staging. Mm-hmm. Um, virtual staging, we use it normally for big spaces like that. The the, the mansion, you know, um, to show people where where you put the TV. So mm-hmm. that this virtual staging is done by computer. So none of the stuff is really there, but everything that you can actually even purchase the stuff, you know, you can purchase the furniture that you actually virtually stage with. Right. So right. it's easier. It, it, it's easier um, mm-hmm. when it, it helps you actually, not that it, it's easier. It helps you to actually have, because remember, imagine now that, that, that space, like so for example, the project that you showed us. Mm-hmm. Sorry, interrupt. Is there so you tell? Do you guys go in, look at the space, space, and then put it into the virtual space, and then mm. virtually stage it. online without ever going into the physical space to stage it? Yeah. Yes. Oh, I love this. Me too. So you basically come in cameras. It's a lot of. It, it's actually yeah. a very long camera <laughs> photography video process. Yeah. Yeah. Because you need. And you need all the exact measurements of yes. the place, the exact, yes. yes. Yeah. 
so that you can know exactly like the plan the house plan yeah you need the house plan just the- just so that you can get all the dimensions and everything 100% accurate because mm. if it's off it's going to be obvious but i feel like that- this means that um even for spaces like i'm just thinking my mom's place that um Mizo was talking about earlier yeah. that i converted into a retreat center it's not 100% because I did it and I'm not a professional, right? <laughs> so I still, I can see that it's, there's things that need to be done to make it yeah. a proper Definitely. retreat space. So Definitely. that means that even because it's far, it's in the village, you guys can come through and do something virtually and then come back to me and say, this is the furniture that you've got. This is how we would move it around. Show me what would need to go where, etc. You don't have to do keep going back over and over. You just yes. have one consultation. Go do the virtual. Uh, go do the virtual uh, staging, and then you can show the client. So that means that literally clients can also you can work with people virtually. You don't have virtually. to be in their present space. This is yeah. so important now that we, you know, we get we get diaspora clients, right? Africans living mm-hmm. in other countries and they want to buy. And when they are looking at an apartment and it doesn't make sense, ex- exactly the villa that I showed you guys that, yeah. that could possibly be a project for you, that when someone is sitting overseas and you can walk them through, because right now on Lightstone, I'm able to walk them through. I can show them the street of where exactly the house is. They wow. see the street, they see the next door neighbors, they see the next garage where the main road is. I can virtually show them externally what's going on. Mm-hmm. So you can like literally show yes. them, walk them through the house with the yes. in, in yes. the So everything would then, um, you would, they would, you'd have everything on video pictures, exactly yeah. like, like it's fully furnished. Mm. Yeah. Um, you can you can show them that okay, this is where the couch is, this is where you're gonna put the TV, and they can actually see the TV, you know? Yeah. So everything is placed nicely, everything because imagine, imagine when you have to do a space like that, you need a yeah. portrait. Now you have to even hire to a portrait, you need a pot plant. Those are small yeah. things that you need. You need mm. portraits, you need mm. pot plants. So imagine the little things that you'd have to actually hire mm. to mm. make the space look proper. But so virtual staging actually gives you all that glory. So most developers actually use virtual staging, if you notice, because the spaces is not even developed yet, Mm, you know, but Mm. they can show you where the bed is, how how Mm. this is sitting, how Mm. this, yeah. So it it actually, it's something that South Africa also hasn't quite tapped into, Mm. but... Mm -hmm. Yeah, they, they, it's it's nice. It's, it's gonna get there. Yeah. Like we're trying, we're trying to get it to that level where people actually know that, you know, even if you left with your staff and went to Cape Town and left your house here, get it staged still. You don't, you don't yeah. need, to, you don't need us to be mm. there all the time. We can come for one day and take videos and mm. take all the stuff, all the videos that we need, mm. and we'll do the we do the we do the rest from our office. Okay. And we give you the pictures. Incredible. Yeah. Yeah. And and the nice thing about this virtual staging is, you know, um, if it was if it was real life staging, 
and we go and like find, for example, um, a couch that we think is going to work. And then we get there, and now we've wasted time because maybe that couch doesn't actually look as appealing in that space than what we actually imagined. So with with virtual staging, we can play around with the ideas and actually give Based you time. the best, uh, you know, because we can like swap that, around. That, like, we can swap around. Can play around with things. And what you guys mm. have said is so powerful. Like what I found with, um, especially with the redesign, with um, the renovations for my mom's place and then having to furnish it and all that, is that it is actually the little things that cost a lot. It's like mm. mirrors, buying mirrors. I had no clue mirrors were made. <laughs> I was like, what the hell? <laughs> Pot plants as well. I literally always just thought, uh, pot plants, you go, you get stuff. Like, what? And then you get a shot. Pot plants, there is just so much. Like, it's so expensive. mm. Going to nurseries to look for specific Mm. plants. I was like, this stuff is hella expensive, especially if you're buying plants for almost every room in the house. And we're talking about 10 Yeah. And you need to consider that it's like two or three plants in pot plants. Mm. It's up. Mm. I mean, a pot plant can be like uh, 400 rand, yeah. one yeah. pot plant, and uh, a plant. You can, do you know, you can pay like 600 rand for a Just plant. Just for one plant. Just the plant. Like, I've been through that. I almost cried blood. <laughs> I didn't know. <laughs> she almost cried blood. So. <laughs> Uh, I did, so you saw me. I was losing. I remember my that. Mind. I, I couldn't believe it that it's actually the small things. And then, of course, we're not even talking about bedding. Then mm. when you said bedding, I was like, mm. "What is this? It's all this finishing touches that we don't even think of. Think yeah. of doing so, the whole renovations and staging. And so I'm in love with virtual staging. Like yeah. I love it. I really love it. So there are two things that happened um, in, in, in the project that I had asked them to do is that there's a practicality that there are children in that in this particular house. So there are bathroom towels. We don't make them white, literally, because these are kids. kids. I mean, they will wipe themselves even before they wash. So yeah. <laughs> their towels <laughs> were colored. And when they were they were packing away the colored towels and the pinks and the purple towels, I'm so upset. And I'm thinking, no, <laughs> geez, guys. <laughs> there are children in this house, but just the, the end product of having white towels hanging there, you, when you see it on pictures, you're like, oh, I, oh, I see, right? Mm-hmm. But it comes afterwards for, especially for someone who is so, so not a decor person. I know places yeah. and I like hotels and I like beautiful white spaces, but that would never have occurred to me. The practicality is that mm. in this particular house, there are children. Therefore, no white towels in this small bathroom white house in the adult bathroom or something like that but when the, when you take the pictures i see what you mean i really yeah do. and yeah. and the thing is when you when you think of it also when you think of it like that um then it's it's more of a personal thing you know that, that that's the yeah that's where it becomes a, a little tricky because the next um person that might be coming there might actually have say you have a boy they might have a girl you might you might you know 
or vice versa, or they might not even have kids at all. So they just want the space to be, you gender know, gender neutral. Yeah, gender neutral and be able to just envision that, oh, maybe my mom is going to take that mm-hmm. bathroom, you know, instead of now you seeing all the, the stickers mm-hmm. and the cute little things. <laughs> Yes, yes, the stickers. <laughs> oh, wow. And, and you know how we are as parents, right? This mm-hmm. is this is narrow space, right? This is narrow, narrow space. So she must feel comfortable. And the places that are her places must have her stamp on them or something yeah. like that. So I think the psychology of it's not about you is so difficult, guys. I, I have no idea. I feel like you still, you have to have interior decor, but you also have to have a psychology degree because <laughs> there's lots of people yeah. to convert here. <laughs> yeah, because we, we actually, for example, we met um, the, the project that you, 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 we were working on with yeah. you. We met, yeah. we met a young lady there. Um, yeah. So the entire time we had we had to literally talk to her and be like, okay, let's remember we are trying to get you try you want another house, right? You want another no. home. So let's let's you. let's try and and think maybe it might be a boy that might want to stay in the room. So let's take out the girl's stuff. What do you think? You know, you mm-hmm. kind of you kind of try and get them a little involved mm-hmm. so that oh, they can I feel see. like they're not you know yeah. you're not just ripping everything out out you know so you kind of talk yeah you kind of especially when they're around then you're like okay you you're able to talk them through just a little (laughs) bit this is why we're doing this so and you ask them oh can i remove this Mm. look if i remove it from here then i'm gonna put it here and then you're gonna have access to it but i just need it to be like this so that when the you know Mm. you you actually really have to be patient yeah yeah no no no. it it requires psychology totally it does require psychology. I am so, so grateful for you guys. But I mean, I must give you a compliment. So on Sunday, I had people over who had never been to my house. And a small thing like the stones, what are those deco stones that, what are they called? <laughs> the white stones. The white stones on the paving, white stones. And this person, I think because he's got a deco mind, the first thing that he saw was the stones as he's walking from the driveway. And he's like, oh, white stones make things pop. I like that, Mizo. <laughs> and, you know, with the green and the dark door. And I was just like, you know, for me, I probably wouldn't have seen it that way. But the fact that he noticed, I was like, something is happening here. Hmm? Yeah. <laughs> something is wow. happening there. Yeah, that is, that is, that's exactly. And for someone like me, you must remember some people, I'm not resistant to deco. I love beautiful things, but I have no idea about it. So I told you when I buy clothes, I walk into a shop, it already has to be put together. The reason why I will wear things at, 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 what is that Woolets brand that I like? Country Road and the other one, W. uh, Because when they put the clothes, it is so appealing that I walk in there, I take the pants and shirts. I have no time for shopping, right? I, yeah. I, I'm not that type of a person. <laughs> I won't remember that I have a white shirt in the wardrobe. I will buy white shirts again just because <laughs> it's properly staged. <laughs> oh, 
That's what staging does. That's proper. <laughs> that, yeah, that really, really works. So I have one last question for you, ladies. I can't yeah. remember what it was. <laughs> um, oh, man. Okay, I'm just going to let it go. I cannot remember. Oh, yes. My my one thing was, how do people find a home stager? Because as you said, it's not common in South Africa. So how does someone go around finding one? If it's not you, and let's say that I'm in a separate town, in a separate province, how do they find, how can they find one? Well, you, it's normally online. It is normally online. I guess if you're struggling to sell a to sell a house, you're gonna go and do some research. Like, uh, why is my house not selling? What can I do to make it sell quicker? What kind of help can I get? And that's where that's where um, you'd find our services. But from our end, um, you know, word was, of mouth. Yeah. Okay. I was up, I was actually also about to say that I can tell you about <laughs> where you can find us. <laughs> <laughs> you tell us at the because end. we can work yeah. from any time. <laughs> Remember, <laughs> staging can work from anywhere. Yeah, <laughs> from it's anywhere nice. around the world. I can be hired from here and go to Dubai for staging. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So <laughs> I can tell you where you can find us. You can find <laughs> us online. We have a website. Yeah. We yeah. Do you want to give us a website? We'll repeat it again at the end. But yeah, yeah. sure. So it's www.atimengosi.co.za. And we also, yeah, on Instagram. And we're going to be having, um, we're going to, we're going to start a YouTube account soon. Mm. So coming soon. (laughs) Yeah. So you're on Instagram under Atimengosi, ne? Yes. Under Atimengosi. Instagram. Like it's. I just love looking at homes. Like I love beautiful yeah, homes. Me too. Uh, us too. Us too. <laughs> yeah. I mean, us too. Like beautiful homes. This is why clutter, <laughs> like walking into homes with clutter or like too much furniture, because I think that's also a big thing. Like yes. Mm-hmm. I was telling my mom when we were doing the when I was doing her house, she was like she wanted things, and I was like, oh, go on, Jenny, Nale generation that doesn't want to see an empty. <laughs> Space in a space. Yeah. Like every space must, must have be <laughs> must be filled with something. They have there's that what do you call that what? thing? Sideboard. Mm. There's exactly. sideboard. <laughs> and there's there's sideboard. Sideboard. no empty space. We fight with empty space. And I'm just like, please don't do this. We had so many arguments because she'd be like, no, but a chair would just be perfect there. And I'm like, this no. room is already already has chairs. Like, what more do you need? <laughs> and 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 they have those um, what do you call them? Those plates that are just left oh, there for the pastors those when Chinese you know things. what do they call them? The so many things, so many things that are waiting for an event. <laughs> the room dividers, and then all you have is just the china just sitting there. Yeah, the china. Yeah, oh, but you're not allowed to use. Can't even check you guys look at ever. it. <laughs> You no, guys, you, my mother, my life. You guys are speaking my my family life. Okay, <laughs> you can never use those plates, even certain no. dish plots in my family. You can't use Listen. them. They for when yeah. visitors come. Yeah, so, then you take them out. 
Ati and Palisa, my mother is 80 and she listens to this podcast. She is one of the most ardent listeners of this podcast. So don't oh. she's got sideboard keys to room tonight. I'm saying this so that people can they know my strengths. They just <laughs> and then she's got she's got our books from high school. My books from university <laughs> and everything in between. Sure. Yeah, you know, that's the problem that yeah. hoarding. hoarding. You want to get rid of anything. Mm. And and also not use utilizing the wall. That's the other thing. People using sometimes it's a matter of using the walls, guys, mm. and oh. taking things off the floor. Off the floor. <laughs> you know? Yes. Take things yeah. off the you floor. You know the walls are make for shelves. Okay. <laughs> And for other things, <laughs> we have floating shelves now. It's okay yeah. to have things on floating shelves, nicely yeah. and cute, you know. You don't, mm. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you guys, you are just here to offend our mothers. I see. <laughs> Vanille has got no business offending the mothers that she's talking about because this her one. aunt saved her winter ass if we have to put yes, it shame. <laughs> you know they saved me guys like my mom and my aunt like they kept i wanted to give away all my winter things and i made such a big deal of it so this is a true story i was like about four years ago i was like i will never ever spend a winter anywhere in the world ever again it's obvious i'm always like at somewhere i'm always in summer whatever who cares i want to donate everything my aunt and my mom, like at my aunt's place, they were like, nope, we're not giving this away. And I made so much of a big deal with my aunt and my mom. I was like, you guys never want to give away things. Oh my gosh, this is why it's so hard for us to just uh, create new lives and attract new things <laughs> to our lives. Like, whoo, and I left, right? <laughs> so they left me uh, to have my tantrum and I left. <laughs> Guess what? I came back in the height of COVID in April because I was like, I do not yeah. want to be away from home, from my family. Yeah, during this time. I am here for winter and I came back. I only had like maybe 10 outfits because I did the same thing when I left Sri Lanka. Gave away all my clothes. <laughs> and I was like, whatever. Came back and I was just like, went home and I was shivering. I was like, oh my God, I need to find a budget to buy clothes. My aunt was like, you have winter clothes. So I've not had to buy anything. I only bought one pair of boots, but like I have not bought any new clothes since I got back. I've had like all my old clothes because, well, they hoarded things. They hoarded them. <laughs> Can I, I sometimes? So, so it does help. So I said, I will never again uh, complain about their hoarding tendencies, but. <laughs> Die hard. I'm here now <laughs> publicly complaining, <laughs> but they saved me. They did. Yeah. But to, to be honest, also having done the project that I did with Archie and, and, and Balisa, I think it is the way we put things away, mm -hmm. you know, the way we pack them away because they need to be, you almost feel light yourself. Mm -hmm. So it's the way we pack them away. And if if home staging is about that as well, to organize and declutter, how to declutter, 
with easy access. That makes sense because, you know, we are a real estate, um, we are a real estate um, podcast. And one of the strategies that we haven't spoken about here is the self-storage because that's where, you know, I see the match of this home staging. And we really mm. hope we are going to find someone with self-storage so that they can talk to us on how also you pack your stuff at the self-storage, how you access it and what, what things to, to choose from. That, that is that is just an incredible job. That, that that's actually true, true because mm. most of the, that's it's actually, you, you actually yeah. he's one of the storage guests. So this is going to be interesting. Like he does real estate around storage. So yeah, really, really powerful. Absolutely. So guys, look out for that because I do think it's also, I can also see why, as Misa was talking about that, but why also during COVID this would thrive. And also with retirement, people that are retiring and downsizing, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. You may yeah. not want to give away everything, but you do need to pack it away nicely, declutter, store. You need to sell your house, but at the same time, you don't want to give away. You don't want to sell off the furniture or the things mm -hmm. that are valuable to you and to your kids. You want to keep it for them for a later date or whatever. Yeah. Okay. I'm full then. I have no idea how or where you want to go with this, but I've had such a fun time. I, I knew this was going to be great, but I did oh, thank, thank, thank you so much. It's been such an awesome time. <laughs> so stick thank around, ladies. We're going to interview you for the next segment of the show. Okay, let's go. On to the next segment of our show magical feedback from our hosts, where our hosts share their three takeaways from today's episode. Oh, so welcome to Magical Feedback, guys. I'm going to have Misa start us off on this <laughs> feedback session. Gosh, this was such a beautiful podcast, though. It was such a beautiful podcast. I have got personal personal takeaways because I've worked with the two ladies and I have got takeaways from the podcast so it's all mashed up together but I like I like the fact that while they were doing the project they kept reminding the owner of the home that it is not about you you know, when you are trying to hang on to the pictures of your daughter or your pictures of your family or whatever, it is not about you. When you are staging to sell or to rent out, you almost have to be in another person's body for, for you to see how they would feel walking into your stage. So they, yeah, it is. And when they declutter, it's, it's like, it's almost traumatic. You feel like they're doing surgery on you. Yeah. So it, 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 it was a great learning. And they kept saying the same thing. It is not about you. So home staging is the one. Yeah. Wow. I love it. So mm -hmm. the other thing that I, my first takeaway is how they said that home staging can literally help a house sell faster. Right. Yeah. And it can stop you from having to lower your prices. Yeah. Because the whole thing, just like how they said, they give the buyer 
the idea of the, they give you kind of like the feel of the potential that the space yes. has. Yes. And so it makes it easier to sell the space. So I just realized that actually when in doubt and the property is not selling, why not get a home stager? Why not do your virtual home staging, record the videos, put them up yeah. on the internet so that people can get the feel of what this property can do. Right, because I think that's what we all want. We all love beautiful spaces, and it's easier to sell something. This is why, like, how something is packaged and looks is always so important. Yeah, it has. Yeah. It makes such a big difference. It does. You you heard me when I was sharing about what I how I dress because I'm a lazy shopper as well. So yeah. <laughs> how I dress if the clothing is not packaged properly. That's it. It's done. I buy dresses on Instagram. And because the model looks the way they look, I just yeah. know, okay, that's my size. That's my figure. Bring it on. Deliver it at my door. It gets couriered. And it fits all the time. <laughs> it does. Because I'm a lazy shopper. So I think people who do fashion and who do house fashion or home staging really, really need to pay attention and they must know their story because they can make or break a sale. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I like I like your takeaway very much. Mm -hmm. I loved the one they said, oh Van, there are so many takeaways. I wish we had time for 10. I love when um Archie says, items in your home exist because you need them or for the joy of it. Mm. The rest of it needs to be discarded, donated, or keep somewhere else. Yes, yes, yes. Items in your house are for need and for joy. I, I, I really, I can resonate with that. It's like... The reason, obviously, I'm going to need it at a later date. Absolutely. You know, like, what if factors come back into fashion? Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm still going to need them. Forget that, like, everything is digital now. But, hey. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, I really, I love that as well. I so, it. the other thing that uh, that I took away was how she said staging starts from the gate onwards. Right? It's mm -hmm. not just about the house. We have yet on this podcast, we haven't done a great job of getting land, a landscaper or an um, exterior designer to mm. come to talk about the importance of uh, landscaping. Landscaping, yeah. Um, home buying. But actually what I do know is that they are right because I do remember when I was in Boston and working with Remax, they spoke a lot about like how landscaping can actually increase the value of a property. So if you are selling a property, they would say, make sure that the lawns are cut, make sure that the lawn is cut, that um, whatever, if you can put in flowers before you sell the house, you put in colorful flowers, that you get some kind of basic landscaping done, that you want to make sure that the gate is fixed, that if the wall is falling over I or know. some are falling out, that you replace those things. Because as soon as someone comes in, that's the first impression that they're going to get. Absolutely. And by the time they get into the house, they like, mm, uh, you know, just like with you and the white um, stones that stones. you described. At the like, these are small details, but 
people don't miss these kinds of things and it makes a big difference. So by the time someone comes into the house, they just like, oh my gosh, they're already falling in love with it. With so their property. So important. Absolutely. Um, on the on the very project that we are talking about, then they went and shopped for new light bulbs. Wow. So that there's no mismatch of light bulbs and all the light bulbs must actually, when you switch the light on, all of them must come on. Because if it's, imagine if it's recessed light and there are eight in this particular room and there are three of them that are not working, little things like that put off a buyer or it changes the lighting of the room and the mm -hmm. parts of the room that actually need to be highlighted. I was just amazed at the amount of detail. Just wow, amazing. that is really, really awesome. It is. Even fixing plugs, right? Like the plugs that are yeah, falling. Man. These are small things, but they actually very, very big things to a buyer. Yeah. Because I yeah. think that as you're talking, I'm thinking if I was a buyer and the light bulbs aren't working, plugs are not working. The other thing that I'm also interested in knowing is what else is not working? What else is like not up to scratch in this I house? I tell you. Can you see? Yeah. Can you see that? Yeah, I like that. So my last takeaway, not because it's the last takeaway, it's just <laughs> because <laughs> it's because what can I do? So here's my last takeaway of um, home staging. Use the walls. Mm. Take stuff from the floor. Mm. Use the walls. Wow. Floating shelves, shelves, use floating shelves, you know. Yeah. yeah, guys, we learn every day. I promise you. you. I promise. So you can imagine a stack of books that's sitting on the floor, a stack of files, mm. and the minute you cover those files with a uniform or a colorful cover and you organize them better on a shelf, suddenly that floor looks empty and the shelf looks decorated you've done something that wasn't there before i love that yeah. i genuinely love that and my other take my final takeaway is that hey you can always rent furniture so if you are moving with all your furniture the house isn't sold yet go rent furniture from a professional home staging yeah. uh, place right hire home stages to rent your furniture for you and I genuinely loved what they said because they they said like it's basically it's all about also what is your budget. You don't have to be scared of renting the furniture because like they said, you can rent it for an hour, you can rent it for a few days, you can rent it for a month, Wait, right? Man. So it is possible. It feels to me that as a seller or even as a real estate agent, Anyone can access home staging services in this case. There's so many ways to access it. So my takeaway is just the accessibility and the various flexible ways to get this yeah. done. Yeah, and which adds to the virtual staging thing, isn't it? It just mm -hmm. tells you how accessible the, the whole service is. It doesn't mm -hmm. have to be limited to physical furniture, moving things, mm -hmm. putting them in, putting them out. This was incredible. Love, love, really, love what you really did. Alrighty. Okay, let's move on to the next segment. Okay. Now on to the journey to magical expansion. 
where we ask our guests the same five questions we ask every guest. Okay, so guys, welcome to the Journey to Magical Expansion. And as usual, I'm going to have Mizo start us off on the segment of the show. This is my favorite, favorite question, guys. And you don't have to feel pressured that you must have a book. But we do like sharing with our, with our listeners what book changed your life. It can be a home staging book. It can be a deco book. It can be a magazine. Each one of you share a book with us that changed your life. Tell us why as well. Um, I hope you won't laugh at me. But at this, at this age that I'm in, I can say yeah. my most favorite book yeah. would have to be any Harry Potter book. <laughs> because the life, you know, we live a very stressful life. And it's, yeah. so the kind of books that I like, I like fiction. I like throwing myself into a world where, you know, I don't have to deal with the everyday problems that we deal with. It's just okay. a completely different world. So these are the kind of books that I am into. Awesome. All of them. <laughs> I love awesome. them. I read, I read, I'm a Harry Potter fan. I, hey. am, <laughs> I am on Tumblr. I follow memes of Dumbledore. Just like, yeah. Oh, really? <laughs> so I'm not crazy. I'm in here like... <laughs> Completely. Like Visa always gets, she's always like, when I'm around her daughter, we just talk about Yeah, it. they talk about that. I can't. That's Sorry. my thing. It's like my favorite topic. So if you ever want to <laughs> talk about Dumbledore, like my favorite character is Dumbledore. Oh, yeah, he's amazing. Wow, he guys. Wow. I mean, really. You know? Yeah. Like, honestly, <laughs> I'm That's so surprised. <laughs> I, I was child. too, but I see there are lots of adults who are into it, and I see why. I I can't judge. It's just something that I, I'm I'm unable to do. I can read comics, you know. I still read um, Huckleberry Finn when I find it. Um, yeah. So you, Archie, what's the book that changed your life? Uh, I'm such a Virginia Andrews fan. <laughs> I'm a Virginia Andrews fan. It's fiction. Yeah. Oh, okay. Virginia Andrews. I, 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 I also like to escape. My my world is very, is very okay. can become very stressful. So my escape is really guys, Virginia Andrews. Okay. Um, because I because I listen to a lot of um motivating stuff. So when yeah. I read, I never read anything really motivating as you know, okay. it's always fiction that I read. Okay. Everything else I get from from YouTube, like when I okay. want to motivate, yeah. Okay. So Virginia Andrews for me. Okay. I love awesome. What's your favorite Virginia Andrews book? Um, Dark Angel. Hmm. Wait. <laughs> have I read that one? Hmm. I don't know anything <laughs> I about that. It's so nice. And also <laughs> nice. I read everything, but my favorite <laughs> thing is always sci-fi. I'm always going to be sci-fi, which is why I don't know if Harry Potter falls between sci-fi and fantasy, but though that's my main reading style. And of course, nonfiction. So my favorite favorites, those are the three categories. Guys, <laughs> well, I, don't, I cannot read Harry Potter. I, I watched it. I watched all of them. But... So Can I please don't let me get started? Like it's, the depth of these books, okay? It's like about 
love, the importance of friendship, how love can literally yeah. save human lives. It's, mm. it's looking oh, wow. like so beautiful. Like how oppression politics, right? Mm. It so yeah. It's, yeah. Yo, it, I love it. My it's so it's it's so amazing how you're actually speaking about it. You should you should read it. I also read it's it. It's like wow, like I I've never yeah. actually I've, I've I've watched all of them, mind you, all of them, all of them, all eight. I think they eight, right? It's actually yeah, they 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 eight. Yeah, I've watched all eight of them. I think seven or eight. Yeah, it's actually a very nice starter if you've got kids and you know like yeah. if, for someone who doesn't enjoy reading. It's a nice way to get them started and get to reading and love it. Oh, okay. I started my son with um, Chocolate Factory. Oh, oh Willy Wonka. Yeah. He's busy with those. Yeah, yeah they like oh, that. Roll Doll was 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 is was Neo's favorite favorite. We've just sold off the books because she's trying to buy herself PlayStation. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> let's go. What keeps you inspired, ladies? Um, what keeps me inspired? Yep. Both of you, what keeps you inspired? Uh, wow. Actually, very weird answer. But what inspires me most is actually God. It's the fact that I know that God has more planned for me. Nothing excites me more than that. Nothing, you know... Every, mm. Even when I wake up with everything, I'm I'm such a spiritual person. So mm. I I'm so inspired by where I am right now. And when I think of th- that God has more planned for me, that okay. that inspires me. And mm-hmm. then my kids. But honestly, if I if I, I don't wanna say I don't wanna lie and start with my kids because it's not them first. Like what inspires me most honestly is the fact that I know God has huge plans for me you know and they to prosper me so i'm so inspired by that like every every time even when something when i'm not okay you know i'm like okay you know what god has more for me like and i'm like if you are here now and you're struggling every struggle if 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 you're struggling now can you imagine what god is prepping me for yeah imagine what 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 you're being prepped for so yeah um okay and bali I, I come I, I come from a, a big broken family. So mm-hmm. having um, my own child, this is like she's my biggest inspiration. She's okay. just turned seven this year. Okay. Everything I do in life is for my daughter. I just I don't want her to struggle in life. I don't want her to ever not feel loved. I don't want so I just want to give her the best I can in life. Second, sorry, I actually want to cry, but people like I to <laughs> I went to a, I went to a Catholic school and yeah, I, when I was younger, I used to be this kind of person like actually God was everything to me. Not to say that He mm. isn't now, but I'm at that stage in my life where I want to feel that connection to Him again. I want to feel closer. So I'm surrounding That's myself. Question. I'm surrounding myself with people who are constantly reminding me of God's love and yeah. <laughs> That's it. But it's such an it's such an important place to be when you're an adult. You've got a question. You've got to be in a place, in a position where you can question the divine so that you can you can find your own place, not that divine that you were told about, right? Yeah. Or the one that was pushed down your throat or whichever way it mm. came to. Such an important place to be and to acknowledge it. Yeah. 
So what do you wish you had known before embarking on your home stage journey? Do you, what do you wish you had known? Are there any regrets when you look back? Um, my, my biggest regret, not really a regret, but something that I wish I, I can say that, you know, like a qualification, a proper yeah. qualification. I'm honored, yes. Um, back in the day, you know, when, when you tell your parents that you want to study anything that's um, crafty or creative, like fashion design or interior design, they didn't see that as something that's going to make money. They don't see it. They don't view that kind of thing as a career. So um, that's my biggest thing. I didn't fight for that. I instead did IT. So here we are now. Here we are yeah. today doing what we actually wanted to. Yes, because so I, was, I wish yeah. to just push for that. I wish I had actually stood my ground and, you know, basically, yeah, gone with what I had wanted to go with, my love. Mm, that's so beautiful. Um, with me, what is it? What do I wish? You know, I think um, mostly it would be on actually the fashion side more than this um the side, the whole Go side. For it. Um, personal shopping. I think I learned so much with personal shopping, and I think the one thing that I wish I knew before is that is how to actually um get my contracts proper the 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 value like how important it is to actually the importance of having a contract i wish i knew that like i wish because i i got myself in many messes because of not you know you end up being the one because for example um if say for example the thing you can't really find it um it's no longer available but there's there's a second option so you still want to get paid because you literally spent your time. You spent so in the beginning when I was starting, I wasn't putting that into consideration. So I just thought, okay, I'll just get it for you. You know, it would be easy. And I didn't think that what if I don't, I'm not able to get the exact thing who covers the petrol, you know, Mm -hmm. who covers that petrol because I spend time because mostly, especially when I do personal shopping, I offer my clients that, okay, I can be online with you for like an hour to show you what's there, to show you all the different options. But if you end up not wanting anything, then what happens? It's just wasted time on my side, you know? Yeah. Same yeah. yeah. Hey, price, contract and pricing. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> pricing for your, for your services. So, so mm. powerful. So yeah. Hmm. And actually being being able to, to to know that some things is actually it's a luxury. So you have to pay. It's a luxury. So it cannot come. You cannot you cannot pay and you cannot think you're gonna get a personal shopper for 150. <laughs> How? <laughs> How, you know? Yeah. How? <laughs> it's you a luxury. Don't get us started. Don't get it yourself. Go, yeah, go find it, you know. Don't get me impassioned like you don't are get us started. <laughs> <laughs> one of my favorite topics around pricing because that's the thing it's like yeah how because mm. fine if obviously if shopping was an easy thing looking for things and sourcing it was easy you would do it yourself exactly the reason that you're hiring me says that it's a skill that you mm. need this is mm. why i'm being hired yeah so 
very powerful. Love, love it. Um, what do you guys still believe you need to learn in home staging or real estate or even personal shopping? Um, I'm not sure. I think I think because uh, people don't know what they don't know. We yeah. don't know what we don't know. We think that we know all there is to know right now at this stage about about what sure. we're doing. Sure. So we we it's something that we're going to be doing. We want to actually get the proper qualifications to hang up and you know all, learn all these things that are like into the unknown. We don't know what we don't know. It's we know that especially it's when especially you know for example with um, personal shopping with the example that I just gave you. I learned that now i've bettered that you know so mm. it's it's very you know you're always learning that's the thing you learn every single day you never stop learning mm. um even with even with um home staging mm. we're always going to be learning there's only because each and every client sure. is different sure. mm. each and every project is is different of so course. And every project you literally learn something new in from yes. each and every project because project. you're dealing with a different person mm. different personality mm. and you need to mm. center yourself always mm. you need to be able to come back to yourself that's the one thing i think the one thing that though that um I've, like i can really improve like really really improve mm -hmm. on is to center myself after meeting clients. Mm. The, you know, I think the one thing that we never really talk about is how, um, you know, this the client is always right. Yeah. That okay. thing actually plays so much on the person that, it can play so much on who you become, on who you are, oh, you know? Okay. Because there's, there's accepting people and accepting things all the time, you might oh, actually... Okay. Be careful not to end up being a people pleaser in yeah. your own per personal mm. space. You know, it, yeah. there's so many things that comes with entrepreneurship that mm. we actually don't really talk about. That actually mm. is damaging to mm. to you as a person, as yeah. as who you are. Yeah. And, yeah. So that's the one yeah. thing that I feel like I need to really um, perfect yeah, okay. is how to come back to myself after to come back to yourself. Yes, mm. after dealing mm. with all these different personalities. I can imagine. Hey? I, I resonate with that fully. Actually, I can imagine. Coaching clients, it's one of the things that I have to, either I go, I get body work done the next day mm. or even the same day. So I get my acupuncture sessions, I get massages, mm. I go get something done on my body. Or I like literally lie down and just do some breathing for like 15 yeah. to 20 minutes or yeah. I on the yoga mat precisely because of that it's like holding space constantly for other people it's like you put yourself on the back burner yeah, yeah. so how do you come back to recentering yourself mm. i what you've just said is something that we don't talk a lot about but mm. it's mm. so so important it is mm. key. Mm. but that's why we have so much depression hey mm. because yeah. you, you end up losing yourself now it's like a year later you can't even catch up who am i again because mm. you've been dealing with so many clients you deal with clients every single day different personalities and different well. mm, different personalities different you know and you and remember as a business owner you are you are a pleaser mm. yes because mm. you're there for a service you're there to mm. to actually so you you 
it's so easy to mm. start becoming a people pleaser. Yeah, people, people, and then you can actually now. You forget about yourself. Some people think because they're paying for a service that they've got a right to. I was mm. just say abuse you. So it's yeah. important to be able to you know learn how to how to handle such situations. Mm. Wow. Yeah, man, that's such a deep one. Hey. Wow. Yeah. That is like really that is powerful. It so, is. Alisa, what do you think you still need to learn? I I need to learn a, I need to learn a lot. Um we I think with the home staging business, we've kind of covered a lot of um the things that we I, I think we're on the right path. I think we we know the fundamentals of how to get a job done. But um I, right now I'd actually like to focus a lot more on the organizing aspect because it, it is a part of the business that we don't want to and it's for. hectic. Yeah. The organizing yeah, because you <laughs> organizing is organizing a pencil. Yeah. <laughs> pencil you have to organize a pencil so that's a skill that we do yeah that i would like us to develop yeah okay beautiful wow guys so the last one is what um home staging resource do you want to share with our listeners a book a podcast a tv channel a youtube where they can see the work of organizing and decluttering or home staging would you like to share with our listeners? Okay, you, just, you just disappeared a little bit. Please say Did that I again. disappear? Just a little. I said, mm-hmm. what home staging resource do you want to share with our listeners? A book, a podcast, a TV channel, or a YouTube video that is your favorite where people can see what home staging looks like? I think I'll mention one name and <laughs> you can get just, you know, home staging i think she's the queen of home staging okay barbara jerk barbara jerkings okay, okay. barbara jennings actually barbara jennings okay yeah you know her no have never heard oh. of her this is so interesting <laughs> she she's she's the yeah well she's the queen of home staging okay She's an international, or is it yes. just South Africa? Okay, yes. cool. You know, South Africa. It's not South Africa hasn't really. We will be the the. We're gonna be the. You're gonna write that book. Yes, we're gonna be <laughs> yeah. the, the the books and and the podcast and yeah. Everyone's gonna be coming to our. We will be the Google our office. space. Yes, for South <laughs> Africa because it's Google it's actually not Google. there yet. <laughs> it's yeah. not there. <laughs> especially with people of color like with yes. um, a, a business of color like they yeah. i mm, we're probably one of it's, two it's even fairly new they there's yeah. no one yeah wow we probably funny. the second wow. maybe if they because i don't know one so i'm just mm. though not thinking that we're the first no let's be but it's people. not it's not it's, it's not it's not really there hey mm. yeah i get that I get yeah. that. Ooh, I love this. So what was your what is your intention with this podcast? Um, what are you guys hoping to get out of this? You can literally just say anything. We want all the home, all the investors who are looking to rent out spaces, struggling to rent out spaces, struggling to sell spaces to work with us. Name it and then tell us how they can contact you to fulfill the intention. Go for it. What is your intention with the podcast? 
we obviously want to invite people to come to us um, for, for the services that we provide. Mm-hmm. For all home staging, um, mm-hmm. if you're trying to sell, for if you're mm-hmm. trying to organize your your garage, for example. Yeah. You know, so many people throw things in the garage. If, um, so we're trying to get every all the investors, everyone who's trying to sell a house, who's a, not really a buyer, it's the sellers. Mm-hmm. Well, buyers, it's just if you, you literally want to organize your house, mm-hmm. we're also there for that. Um, mm-hmm. um we also we also do um if you if you're a person who just doesn't want to deal with the stress of moving and everything we can actually we can we can we can design your not design we can decorate your entire furnishings for you and then all you need to do is just to pack your bags and move in so it's also a service that we want to eventually log into absolutely absolutely and where do people find you on on on, on the platforms we are on Instagram. It's yes. at atinengosi underscore home. Mm-hmm. And um, we're also on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Also atinengosi. It's ati-nengosi home. Mm-hmm. And, um, and then soon we'll be on, on YouTube. Um, we'll be atinengosi. And then mm-hmm. there'll be different divisions. There'll be two channels, actually. There'll be the one for the fashion, and then this one will be at Nengosi Home. And oh. then also we have a website, www.atinengosi.co.za. And is that how people can contact you and reach you directly? And yes. also, can we can give out our phone number. Okay, please. For our WhatsApp, so that yeah. you can even get us on WhatsApp. Uh-huh. It's 060 785-1879. I can repeat that. It's a 60 785 1879. Okay. Awesome. Great. I am on to my phone. Such a pleasure having you um at work, at my work. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you. Thank you. Yeah, it's been and I hope we get we get the other the, the other place so that you can you can virtually stage it and we can eventually sell it that would be so exciting that space is so stunning we we have so many ideas you have no idea just waiting for the go ahead we're just waiting for the go ahead because it's already so planned we have so many ideas the space is so beautiful and big yeah it's a playground you know it's a playground yeah i like that all right. Oh, that sounds amazing. Ladies, this has been an incredible <laughs> Thank you, Thank you so, so much for having us. So much. And of course, our dear Property Magicians listeners, Thank you for joining us. And we want to remind you guys again that we are on Podbean. We are on iTunes. We are on Spotify. Please do leave us a five-star rating on iTunes. Leave we'll us as well. We would be appreciated. Otherwise, have a fantastic day further, and we will see you guys in the next episode. Thank you so Thank so you. much. I cannot wait. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for listening, property magicians. My name is Vangile Makwakwa, and I am your host on the show. I help 
people heal their ancestral money stories so that they can fall in love with their bank accounts, become financially free and live their best lives. So if you would love to increase your income or you'd love to pay off your debts and increase your savings, contact me. You can contact me on the Wealthy Money website at wealthy-money.com. Again, wealthy-money.com. Or you can email me at vangile at wealthy-money.com. Again, vangile at wealthy-money.com. Find me on Facebook on the Wealthy Money group or on the Wealthy Money page or find me on Twitter and Instagram as vangile makwakwa. Now over to my co-host. Thank you for listening. I am Dr. Miranda Prop Doc, Doc Mum on all the social media platforms on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. I'm the host of Property Magicians Podcast and I'm a property mentor. I mentor newbie property investors to help them to begin and to take action. Your journey into property investment begins with me from property registration, from property company registration to picking the correct strategy that suits where you are at. Find me on my inbox at miranda at wealthy-money.com. Again, inbox me at miranda at wealthy-money.com if you want me to help you start your property journey.